the time when you know you left the radio for like that three year period was it because mm-hmm. like contract ended or what was it a something happened or can you talk about it can you not talk about it or um so what i will say is changes were being made and i was let go from the show and yeah. uh, I mean, it was, it's a, it's there were a lot of people upset about when you were no longer there. There was a lot of people upset because we, we were all pretty much like people that I know was like, where is she? Like, and it's like so tight lipped. They don't talk about it. Can't speak on it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, did she go to another station and you're looking around <laughs> or online right. trying to find her? OK. And that was the thing I, you know, typically if you people who are in radio, you know, they leave or whatever, they'll pop up in another yeah. market. Or, you know, at a smaller station, that was something that I did not want to do. Like, I didn't want to go to, um, and this is no shade to smaller markets. Right. But like, no, like, like in Huntsville, you know, somewhere down in Mississippi somewhere or, you know, down in Alabama and, you know, smaller, like smaller markets. I just didn't want to leave and have to not start over but i i just didn't want to go okay i wanted to stay here and build my own because it was almost like a light bulb went off it's like that is what makes me happy if it's not radio it's going to be something that i own or or me calling the shots and so for me that was my blog and that was you know my candle business Mm -hmm. so that kept me um it kind of kept me focused on what i wanted to do until something until radio came back around or you know i was willing to go to atlanta but you know that was just an opportunity that was like okay like this is a big opportunity you know like yeah Mm -hmm. well ricky smiley's syndicated too also correct so right that was i guess that probably would have put you right back where you kind of started from but it was just a different thing because it was in atlanta as opposed to being here Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah Yeah. makes sense so i'm you know i mean i'm glad that everything happened the way that it did because to be honest like I say you know I had to let my car go but guess what I was driving like I had this white BMW that was way too expensive and stayed in the shop and you know it was just like a look like I, I had all. that look I had to have right. you know so it was just like okay you now it's been so that was three years and this is how God works this is why it's so crazy because because I didn't have that, have that car, by the time I came back to radio and it was time for me to buy a car, that I had to wait three years to, for me to like have everything wiped clean, basically. So wow. whether it was the house, they yeah. said, you know, you gotta, you gotta, before you can um, get another house, you know, you have to wait, I think it was two and a half years or something before you can do X, Y, and Z. And even with the car, like I was able to get a car and not have that last car affect my new notes, you know? So it was just, everything worked out. It was like that three years was like the, the key number in everything coming back together. And I look at my life now and because I changed the way that I think, and even now my, issues or the things that I could complain about I feel bad about complaining but I had to recognize that I'm also human and we go through that you know sometimes we feel like listen what's happening with life but um I always know that I have to come back to that place like it's going to be okay God's going to work it out 
you know, and right. COVID was a perfect example of that. I just signed a contract for my son to go to private school. I was, I had just uh, re-signed, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. re-signed my new contract. I was feeling good about everything, you know, yeah, and yeah. boom, COVID hit. Then yeah. boom, you got to take, you know, a hit out of your, your income and you got to right. try to do other things. But, mm-hmm. and I'm like, God dang it, I got this tuition out and signed up. Now I got to make sure it's like two mortgage payments. Right. But, you know, I kept a positive attitude about it and, and things have been good. And I, it's, you know, it's just God, like. Amen to that. Let yeah, me absolutely. know that, you know, even when things are, seem like they're just going wrong, you have to look for the light in every negative situation, no matter what it is. Oh, yeah. yeah, and we talk about that often, just kind of bringing it back full circle, just in reference to COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, I think COVID was like that thing that the world needed. We didn't, we didn't need the casualties of it, but we needed the ability to kind of slow down because we often in our day-to-day motion mm-hmm. say, oh, when I get home, I'm going to do this. Or we create a to-do list in our minds that we never get to do when we get home because then you are the mom, the dad, mm-hmm. the husband, the wife, the you know, the chef, the, the cleaners, you're everything but what you need to be for yourself. And for me personally, um, the silver lining in it was just reconnecting with many things like you mentioned, doing your businesses and crystals. Like my mom passed a couple of years ago and one of the young ladies who was a part of one of the teams that I'm on came to me and she gave me a rose court. And that was my first gift. And Rose Court, you know, was for love. She's yeah. like, even though your mom isn't here, you know, you'll you'll feel a vibe and you'll get to understand. And that sparked my interest on it as well. And I have a couple. I have a pyrite. Um, I have an onyx. I have oh, a few favorite. that that I looked up and I actually did the quiz because it was something new to me. Mm. But it give you that energy um, and gets you the it gives you the ability to kind of settle into yourself. Maybe mm-hmm. something unsure about or some things that you wanted to do or reconnect with the slowdown of life due to you know this unforeseen event gave many of us the ability to rewrite our stories so we're going to come out that much greater in the end your story is very compelling um it's relatable to a lot of us you know sometimes god does do that you know he'll say oh all right you know your head is getting a little bit too big let me Oh yeah, definitely. Life will humble you. Absolutely. I just think I was just in my own world. And and when I talk to my family now, you know, like my sister, she was just like, you know, you were always working or you always wanted to be, you know, doing something within radio, hanging with those people and doing this, that, and the other. And over time, it's almost like, all right, you're around certain people. So you're like, all right, I got to get a car that, you know, looks like this and I got to do X, Y, and Z. And, and you're really trying to play catch up. Cause I'm looking back, I wasn't making that much. <laughs> you know, like I look back like, huh? that I think I could afford, you know, this lifestyle. <laughs> so, right. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so it does yeah. bring things yeah. back around because it's like, <laughs> all right, now I'm, you know, I'm more cautious of how I spend my money and what I spend my money on. And, um, but also the freedom of doing things because I, cause I still buy, I still make purchases 
that feel good and if it doesn't feel good after i buy it i return it <laughs> like if i be sitting there like why did i good. just spend that money on all, this all my purchases feel good <laughs> no shame in return nah, sometimes, <laughs> I, I sometimes i'd be like uh what was i thinking let me go and- take this back <laughs> I can can definitely relate and you try to convince yourself otherwise like all right well let me see maybe if I walk past the mirror five times on that fifth time it'll look good like nah sis it's that feeling yeah it's that feeling Mm -hmm. in your gut like you know you wasn't supposed to do that Mm -hmm. sometimes Mm -hmm. if I can't return or if I can't get that money back I I just feel but I don't stay in that space for too long because it's always like all right you know, especially when I pay bills, my thinking is, all right, I got to do this. This is mm-hmm. the responsible thing to do with my money. And guess what? I'm a, I'm going to get it back. I always say that after I pay a bill, I'm going to get this back. And, yeah. and I speak that into the universe. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I do things like I make, um, I make money um, melts. So, yeah. you know, there are certain, and that's what I mean by getting deep into things. Cause they are like conjure oils and herbs and spices that, that, you know bring money like you know enhance that and you burn it mm-hmm. and you, you know i don't want to say rituals but a lot of people when i say rituals and stuff they're like oh what you mean like uh like they always like witchcraft get back to that voodoo but <laughs> yes right right but it's not Absolutely. that because one thing that i when i was talking to a spiritual um leader before i remember him saying um he was like, you know, and I've read this too. So it wasn't just like he said it to me and I was just like, oh, okay, that's what it is. I, every time if I'm questioning something, but he was like, prayers are rituals. And hmm. I was like, oh. Like, I didn't look at it in that way because when you think ritual, you're like, you, you're worshiping this, that, and the other. But, it, and, and people associate it a lot of times, you know, with it being negative. But, you know, praying is a ritual. And so I was like, okay. So when I say ritual, it sometimes I'm talking about just praying. I'm not like putting uh, herbs and stuff together. I'm just literally just like praying. Have some some Palo Santo burning or something like that. So yeah, That's good. it's been working out. I mean, it, it it helps. This is what helps to calm me because I have anxiety. People don't know that. People don't think that. They think I'm lying seem, when I it, say it doesn't that. Seem, it doesn't seem like you do. I think that might be one of the reasons I didn't want friend. my camera on. Because I'm so used to like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, is that the reason why I didn't Come want on, <laughs> No, but like because, because wind down, because I do things like that, I've hosted a, a concert by my, like when I had to do the um, RBRM tour. Right. And they kind of told me at the last minute and to go in the Eagle, Maker, Eagle Bank Arena and see all of these people, and I got to be the only one on stage. Wow. My anxiety was thrilled. Like, but over the years, I have taught myself, because I know I'm in a a career where I have to give myself. And Mm -hmm. and that's that's another reason why I'm into, like, smudging and crystal. Like, whenever I would come home, I would have to sage myself. I would smudge myself. I would do my everything because, you know, people magic is different because magic they have you know we have older listeners and you know with mm -hmm. older listeners super sweet they want to hug they want to kiss you on the cheek but this was (laughs) pre-covid now now you can't i'm like shutting it down i was looking for a reason (laughs) i was looking for a way to shut it down but no but now it's It's gonna be masked for everybody yeah so you know when you have all these different spirits 
um, you know, touching this different energy. Let me say energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, these different yeah. energies touching. You don't know if somebody has a, a bad, they could be smiling in your face, this, that, and the other, and could have cussed a, 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 a kid out, you know, before yeah. they came home. You know, just have that type of energy on you. So yeah. I always... Yeah. Yeah. And people like oh, rubbing that bad mojo off on you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I always had to like sage myself and and stuff like that, and um, just cleanse my energy because honestly, if I'm in a, I don't really do festivals like that either. It mm. just makes mm-hmm. me real like anxious. Like, and so people are like, well, how you have anxiety and you gotta be, you know, you gotta talk to the listeners, you gotta host the club. We have to host half note and it'd be. A, a club full of people and I was like you know what it's almost like I step outside of myself it's like I suppress it so much yeah because I love what I do and I love that you know I would have people coming up to me like I couldn't get out of bed and you said this Mm -hmm. and I won't even remember what they're talking I could have said something on the morning show or on my show and they'll repeat it word for word and they say, that made me laugh. That made me feel better. That helped me to get through this day. Wow. I had a couple of people come up to me and say they were going through chemo. And, wow. and something that I said made their day better. So, wow. you know, that's, that that, that's so beautiful. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes me feel that is the sign That's of why I do it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But it also, it all, the other side of that is when you give yourself in that way to mm-hmm. so many people, you have to make sure you replenish you because how are you, yes. you going to have anything else to give if you're just giving it out? Like it's, I can give you this good energy. People come into the studio all the time. They used to, they used to, uh, some people will come in and I have my crystals sitting out in the studio. That's how I used to have them lined up. Some people come in and be like, oh, you got your little rocks out, you know, and stuff oh, like man. that. Wow. But they know, they know not to come into my studio with bad energy. People yeah. know if you're not having a good mm-hmm. day, you can't come in. That's what's they know, yeah. they, 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 uh, yeah. After a while, they started to know that. Yeah. And so, you know, some days I feel exhausted. Just not so so much physically, but mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally. I mentally, just yeah. like, mm-hmm. how can I replenish myself? Like, who's going to pour into me? And so that's why it's important right. to like, have the right tribe around you, the right mm-hmm. people that mm-hmm. have good energy. Because what you're not going to do is fill me back up with the bullshit. You know, like, yeah, absolutely, exactly. There you go. So you can't say that. You can't say that on the radio. No, I can't. <laughs> and I kind of caught let it out here. I was like, wait a minute. No, can you, I say that? you good. You, yeah, you good. You heard me catching myself a little bit. No, this is the freeze Trust, trust and believe. You, you good here. Trust and believe that. I was like, bullshit. Yeah, nah, nah. Wait a minute. You good. You good here. But you know, it, it's really interesting that you know you got that, and and unfortunately, sometimes people don't um just mm-hmm. having a, a theatrical and entertainment background myself i get it um wholeheartedly because you know your your first your first thing is to put on the shoes of entertainment right mm-hmm. and you're always laughing and smiling and conversing and checking on and you you do mm-hmm. a lot and we forget about ourselves in the process and that's kind of you know what i was mentioning when i when i talked about covid how covid gives you the gave me personally the ability to slow down and remember me absolutely yeah, yeah. you should always take time out for yourself men yes. men too like yeah you know, yeah men deal with a lot of stuff and they 
put up this, you know, I, one of the great things that I think I've done was introduce a couple of men to therapy and to my therapist. Um, and now yeah, a couple yeah. of them go more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> like, Man, I can't get an appointment. Good. Like, yeah, yeah, I got an appointment with her. <laughs> like, hold up. Yeah. Listen, this, let me tell you how divine this was. Okay. This was ordained Vic, because I have been saying for the last few weeks, I've just been talking about mental health, right? Mm -hmm. I've shared with a few people, men, men included, um, personal friends that it's about you getting you together, right? You are the head of the household. You are the king of the castle. You hold so much power and you have to do so much for so many that again, you being whole is very important. And I have been saying that for I don't know how many weeks straight. So I'm on this mental health kick. And unfortunately in the black community, it's taboo. You know, we're taught not to talk about it when we're young. It's like, oh, well, you know, what happens at home stays at home. And you kind of have that mentality growing up and you, and you apply it to every area of your life. And we have many adults, men and women walking around cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and they can't figure it out because, you know, to them going to therapy is a thing of like, nah, uh -uh, that means I'm crazy. Yeah, so, well, they don't want to be vulnerable. And that that's one of the biggest things you have to recognize when you need to let go. You don't know how yeah. many men need, just need a good cry. And they probably don't feel like they should cry or they could cry. And because they're taught not to cry. Right. As, yeah. as children. And, yeah. you know, I think th that goes for a lot of us, just as Black people, too. You know, we have to hold a lot of things. We don't want to be labeled as angry. We don't want to, even if something, it's okay to experience emotions. Right. It's okay to be angry about something, but don't hold on to it because once you hold on to it, like I'm still learning that. Let me say that I'm not mm -hmm. what, what I'm saying to today is not uh, like I'm above, you know, anything or I've, I've healed from everything. No, I have days people. I know mm -hmm. I cuss niggas out, but, oh, wow. <laughs> but <laughs> I do. And, the, and the, this is how I realized that. I cuss people out. <laughs> yeah. I was in the studio. I was in the studio one day. And um, I think it was the, yeah, it was Rico. Like everybody was there that day. And everybody that came into, it was like mostly men though, because I, that's crazy too, that I work with men. Like I'm the only woman as far as like on the lineup, I'm the only woman mm -hmm. and stuff. So I work with a lot of men. It's a lot of testosterone in this, in the building. And um, so I asked Rico, I think I asked uh, Donnie's uh, Simpsons producer, I've asked all these different people, have I ever cussed you out before? And they all said yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, you just cussed me out the other day. I'm like, I did? <laughs> so I was like, you don't even remember. Like, it's like, it's not like mean. <laughs> it's not mean, but it's just like one of those, like, get your ass out of here before, like that type of. But I realized that sometimes I'm upset about something, some other shit that had happened, you know, a couple of weeks ago, or yeah. I hold on to mm -hmm. a lot and I'm, I'm slowly learning to um, let go um, of things. And it, it even happened recently where I was upset about some, a comment that an artist made to me years ago. And when it was time for me to uh, interview them, I really didn't want to because <laughs> I was holding on to that 
but <laughs> wow. I had, but it's a professional thing you know you gotta yeah. you got, and it happened so long ago it's like all right how long you gonna hold on to this you know what I mean? Oh. So that was a lesson. I say that because that's a list lesson that I had to learn in yeah. real time. Like, like, right. recently, you know what I mean? And I'm 38 now. I started radio at 20 and sweet. Like there have been so many hmm. lessons and ups and downs. But one thing that I know is that when you're transparent and yeah. you allow people to understand your struggle and the things that you've been through, because mm-hmm. before, like on the outside looking at anybody, people, people are probably like, oh, she got her own show. She on rest show. She doing this. She doing that. Da, 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 da. Bitch, did y'all see me curled up on the couch crying? Because I'm right. Like, yeah. You don't know what it took to get here. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't know what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, yeah. you know. Because so, they just seeing the end. Yeah. They seeing. Exactly. Like, they see the glamorous side. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people <laughs> don't even. A lot of people don't even know this conversation, which you, which you dealt with, and what you had to go through. I mean, this yeah. exactly. I'm like, this, this is a lot right here. This is it, a whole it, lot. It has been so much, and I just feel like you know, the more that I am transparent about my journey, yes. you know, my hope is that it does mm. inspire people because I have been inspired by other people and mm-hmm. seeing them go through mm-hmm. a lot of things and come out on the other end so i want yes. people to look at me and be like damn if she did it she lost everything yeah. i mean yeah everything yeah. Yeah. i remember going into a bar with my sister a small mm-hmm. bar trying to pay for our drinks and my car didn't go through it i was mm-hmm. like what the fuck? <laughs> like that but my but thank god you know i was with my sister my sister's like girl i got it but for me that was like my heart sank like yeah. This where my life has gone. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. even pop the <laughs> drinks at yeah. the bar. Like, so you know, it, it's been a long, uh, it's been yeah. a long journey. Yeah. Let me let me ask you because this has been one of the pretty much prominent things that us as black people have been dealing with the probably all summer. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole Black Lives Movement and Lifetime. Um. Well, Lifetime. Yeah. Well, you know, mm-hmm. now 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 it's taking on a serious turn now. Um, but especially you having a black son, I don't know how old your son is. Um, okay. 15. Okay. So we all have pretty much all have teenage sons here. So how, how have, how have you, like, have you experienced it? What have you told, talk to your son about, um, how do you feel about it? Um, just kind of share with us your thoughts. Um, well, I, I like where the conversation is because it's, to the forefront right now it's not one of those situations where i could go all the way back to trayvon where it just you know he 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 hasn't been forgotten but the conversation kind of fizzled out in regards to preventing something like that happening again because as you can see i think one of the you know all of all of the deaths were horrible Mm -hmm. terrible yeah and I stopped watching the videos after uh, Philando because right. that just tore me up. That's when I kind of like it affected me in a different way. And right. I was just like, yeah, I'm not watching any more videos. And the fact that I feel we are becoming desensitized to seeing trauma. Exactly. Yes. And I don't think people recognize that it's trauma. That's not, that's not nothing normal about uh, seeing someone get gunned down, someone pleading for their life. Like that's nothing normal. We should never get used to that. 
Right. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, my son, I, I always say, even when you tell them the right thing to do, how many times have we seen mm-hmm. someone doing the right thing and still get shot? You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. Only yeah. Tell- man is on his back, hands up in the air, gets exactly. shot. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's hard to be like, okay, well, do the right thing and, you know, you'll have a different outcome when you, we, mm-hmm. we've seen it go the other way. And so one thing that I do want to educate him on is just understanding that the position that black men are in right now the state that black men are in right now and that he doesn't need to put himself in a situation that would warrant you know in that type of interaction don't be you know don't be aggressive if you know the police come stuff like that but i think the biggest thing is making sure that i use my platform to inform Uh, there we go and allow people to uh, understand the things that are going on because you know people know I have a very like high energy uh, good vibes type of show Mm -hmm. I don't like doing bad shit because for me Uh I I internalize a lot of that like I get Mm -hmm. sad if I and I was wondering why like why are you getting so angry why are you so angry or why are you so sad it's because I was glued Mm -hmm to the news station i was looking mm-hmm. at msnbc all the time i was constantly seeing that and feeding your mind that every mm-hmm. day and i yeah. mean every yeah. night i'm watching this watching this watching mm-hmm. this yeah. and after a while it's yeah. just like yeah i gotta i gotta practice some self-care and not yeah. right see now you know not put myself in that situation so for me now you know i loved I loved that they had Black Lives Matter, you know, mm-hmm. on, on the streets because I loved it because it pissed people off. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, it, yeah. it, it, showed, it, yeah. it, sent a, it sent a message, you know what I mean? But I do mm-hmm. feel like we have to do more, but we are on the right track. And we, people need to c- continue to videotape and to call out racists. It's like now everybody's sheets coming off. Oh, you okay well thank you for letting us know because before Mm -hmm. people were undercover racist and people were doing things and never you know you would never know like the the boy um i'm gonna call him a boy he was a young man and i want to say that was georgia it was somewhere where they were in the woods and he was with a group of white friends and the two Mm. white guys oh yeah kind of pull him and was like y'all can go we're gonna keep him like that but it was on tape they were videotaping that you know wow. what I mean? Just imagine yeah. if they had didn't have cameras or anything. What yeah. would have happened to that young black man? You know yeah. what I mean? They weren't trying mm-hmm. to let him go. They had him pinned against the tree. So what were they going to do? So stuff like that, like I'm glad that now everything is just coming to light and we can yeah. really see the 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 wounds because <laughs> yeah. right now mm-hmm. i mean in the past they've just been patching things up with a I always say a wet band-aid and bubble gum. Yeah, I think I'm happy I think that the conversations are being had the way that they are now. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually, absolutely. And I think, you know, most like I say, we all have teenage sons. So, mm-hmm. you know, we all we all have that, you know, amount of fear of, you know, the one time I'm not with him or he's going somewhere or he's doing something. Exactly. And then the, mm-hmm. you know, the police are involved and, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden, yeah. all of a sudden, you know, you face down, handcuffed, you know, on the car. Or even the company they keep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So. It you could know, not even be them. It could be their friends doing something crazy or, you know, them yeah. with a group of friends and then yeah. somebody else, 
like, oh, it's a group of guys and they call the police on them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. My, my mm-hmm. son is into anime and 2K. Like, he, oh, you know, he ain't out yeah. causing trouble and, oh, and doing no, all that. No, so, no. yeah. My son don't do nothing but sleep and play video games. That's all he did. And eat. And eat. <laughs> and eat. <laughs> yeah, and all drink all the juice. And you miss it. That's all he did. That's, that's, that's the end all be all right yeah. there. That's it. Man, uh, I didn't know. I didn't know. So one thing I wanted to ask you, so out of all the interviews you've done with celebrities, who's that one celebrity that had you starstruck? I can't think of anybody that right now. I know there is somebody... But I mean, I've done so many. I'll tell you some of my best and greatest interviews, though. Um, mm. My best was Snoop. I was, I was just thinking that. That was like my best <laughs> I was just interview thinking that. I was just thinking that. that was like a great interview. I loved his energy. He was super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Lionel Richie. Oh, was, okay. okay. I, I loved his interview. He actually came on the... Um, morning show but i was like all in his face like it's lionel richie y'all <laughs> like, uh, you know, so we're, i'm asking i'm trying to jump in and ask questions too i'm like it's lionel richie in here um <laughs> let's see um i love tamia okay. um uh-huh. uh, john legend was good okay. um i've done so many who did i who did i i'm trying to think of who i did oh this is so random, but whenever I do an interview and I'm excited about that artist, number one, I always sing. Or number two, like I use it <laughs> as an opportunity. To them yes. Or just sing before. Yes. That's my thing. No, no, no. That's okay. my thing. Like I sing with them. I sing to them. Okay. And okay. I, I'll tell you who I've done. I've done uh, Dave Hollister. And that was my, one of my favorites because in college, we would always, we would walk across Morgan, this when Morgan, when I was at Morgan, we would walk across the campus and I would see one of my friends and we would just bust out and start, it's so funny, right? Like yeah. we would start singing. And so I did that. <laughs> I sung for Maxwell. Um, wow. I sung for Tamia, huh. uh, Cheryl Lynn. And I told her, this is so crazy because I was like, um, you know, on Encore, there's one part that I love, that I love. And I always sing it. I make the DJ bring it back. She's like, okay. And I was like, makes me want to break it down now. And then she was like, oh, bless your heart. <laughs> and I was, so funny to me. I was like, oh, that's girl. I was like, girl. But everybody wow. was like real cool about it. They were like, you went like to me. It was like, girl, I'm going to take you on tour with me. And Maxwell was like, oh, you want to open up for me? And you know, stuff like that. So I always have that's fun. Fine. Um, doing my interviews like Kirk take, Franklin was take, good. Take Sassy with take Sassy with you on tour because Sassy can blow. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she got vocals. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I see. I don't really have. I think I do. Like, in my mind. <laughs> in my mind. Um, but yeah, I've I've interviewed so. Oh, gosh, I mean, Car- uh, Kari Champion. Um, oh okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So that was like my stint at Essence. Like I got to interview a lot of different artists like back to back to back. And right. so those were some mm. really, um, really good ones. I interviewed, mm. uh, it was like, it's like little stuff that makes me proud. Like yeah. interviewing uh, Rare Essence and Backyard. Who would have thought this little mm-hmm. hood, it's the difference between hood and ghetto. This little hood <laughs> joint from Southeast who used to be at the Black Hole, who used yeah. to be at the Net, yeah. who used to be at uh, 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 Jay's. <laughs> and he mm-hmm. used to go to right. go-go's and stuff would be interviewing 
go-go artist that I've been listening to since I was a kid. And yeah. like, mm-hmm. I never in a million years would think that. And so yeah. that's why it's just crazy to me, like to just be doing radio in the city I was born and raised in. Like that doesn't happen in radio a lot of times. <laughs> right. Like people have to move yeah. away. They got to right. go to different True. markets. So like stuff like that makes me excited. Like I was super high. I guess you could say that then. Cause I was super mm-hmm. hyped when I got to interview uh, Dre and them from Essence. Like I was cheesing in the studio. <laughs> like, yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. So stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you I interviewed Jay yeah. too. That Jay was the only person that I met that I probably was like speechless. Like I ain't know what to say. Really? <laughs> this was years ago. Yeah. Mm. This is years ago. This is when I was, when we were in uh, Lanham. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Okay. And then we were yeah. still with KYS. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> well, like, you know, some, like people just, some people just kind of do that to you. Yeah, yeah I was like, some people just do that to you. What, what? Yeah. Well, you have a, you definitely have a lot going on, and all your success, you know, um, you definitely deserve everything that you are, you're getting. You're, you're you're doing amazing out here, amazing. Thank I mean, you. I, I listen to the listen to the to the you on the radio, and um, you know, I I just like wow, she's if I can only get her on my show, and I'm like. <laughs> And, and I know, I, and I felt um, like I just got some help. And so, like, I saw and I was like, dang, when am I going to have time to do it? Then I'll be forgetting to, like, email you back. And then I'm right. just like, oh, my God, can you? Because I, I, I had initially, I had initially reached out it. to you. I, I, I initially reached out to you, and I was just like, uh, let me see if she reached back to me. Like, no, okay, I'm going to give her a couple days. <laughs> give her a couple days. Then I, then, I, then I told the crew, I was like, yeah, guess what I'm trying to get on the show. Guess what I'm trying to get on the show. I'm like. I ain't hear nothing back. Let me hit her again. So I hit her again. And she, I'm like, oh my gosh, she responded. She responded first. She responded. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, 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 cool. Uh, let me email. My uh, man was hype. Yo. I listen. Yo. I I wanted to do it, and it was just like, man, when I get overwhelmed with stuff, and that's not saying that I'm just like super busy all the time, but I do. I'm like, because my my mind doesn't shut off. It's always like. Mm-hmm. Like now, I'm trying to concentrate on the interview, but my mind is going to the my to-do list for tomorrow. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. hate that. I hate yeah. that. But that's a, it's a good thing because I have ideas. You know, like people have taken ideas that I've had, right? And just to give an example, like they literally taken an idea that I said to them or told them or have done, and then they wanted to just take it, right? And I don't, I mean, I, I'm in my feelings a little bit, but then I'm like... Yeah can have that like i have like 50 million ideas in my head do they try to spin it do they try to spin it like they came up with it of course i mean it's just how it happens in the industry i'm sure i've done something and somebody was like oh that bitch took my idea (laughs) you know sometimes we just have the same idea but in Mm -hmm. my mind if i i feel like if i told you something if i told you about an idea or said hey this is what i'm thinking mm-hmm. about doing or whatever i don't mm-hmm. care if it's two to six nine months down the line and you yeah. come out and do it it's just almost like oh all right that's yeah. like cool. well I, I will say there's one thing that i've learned as far as having a podcast mm-hmm. there are there are so many people that have a podcast it is yes absolutely i went and searched insane. Yes. On um, Apple, I was just I just wanted to see 
the different types of podcasts that people Oh, you do. wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. There are so many different like you wouldn't believe themes it. and topics and yes. you know, um so I was I was just blown away by, you know, the different networks. Like they don't even have to be on Apple or Spotify. No. Like there are no. other mm-mmm. Mm-mm. podcast networks that have shows within them. So yes, yeah. everybody I'm, thinks that I'm, it's pretty, you know. It's no, just, I, I'm actually in a, in a podcast group on Facebook and there are about 45,000 members. I can't 45,000? 45,000. And I can't necessarily say they all have a podcast. A lot right. of them are just getting started and just launching. But 45,000 yeah, people in a room about podcast, <laughs> that is a whole lot. You know, one thing that I noticed or, you know, over the years is people always feel like um, I can do what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're, they're yeah. like, you know, ah, I could do radio. All you do is sit in front of a mic and talk. No, you, no, you don't. I've heard that. <laughs> Not that easy. So much. No, Not that easy. And it sounds, they make it sound easy. I was like, shit, I would want to do radio. If I, yeah. <laughs> that's all that it took. <laughs> but yes. I don't think people uh-huh. realize, and, and it, this is a different situation now because, you know, I'm, I'm broadcasting from home. But right. typically, if mm-hmm. I'm in the studio, I have a full board that you have to make sure is everything is like this light, this is this button is Mm -hmm. pressed. This is not make sure this is down. Mm -hmm. You need to, you know, you have to know how to run your board. You have to know how to edit, you know, like today I'll use today as an example. Today was a long day for me. And although I worked five hours, it was just like, I had two interviews. I had to read a a bunch of uh, commercials um, and things like that. If I was in the studio, man, it would have been, because I would have to, like one of the interviews that I did, it was uh, 13 minutes. That's way too long for radio. Like I could put that digital on digital and that's fine, but 13 minutes is way too long. Like you have to literally edit that down that 13 minutes down make it sound like it flows because sometimes mm-hmm. the the middle of the interview you don't really need that extra talking or something that somebody's or maybe it's a question like ah, i could take that question now but you have to do it within a certain time frame and right. then you got to get right. it down from 13 minutes to six minutes you know how hard like that is yes. not easy editing is hard editing is is hard yes and so but imagine doing it in real time like it's one o'clock but you your interview has to run at 135 you know what i mean like yeah. that, yeah. so stuff like that then you know dealing with um not dealing with but you have like you want to take listener calls or you you have to have a content to talk about and then how are you going mm-hmm. to deliver your content so you can't just hop on the radio like Hey, it's Dre. I'm sitting there right here. This is Magic 102. Like you can't just you have you have yes. to have some type of personality. Yes. You got to, you know, right. have something that people are going to want to listen to. Want to listen to. Yeah. Want to listen to. Yeah. And and I and I tell you what, one of the one of the one of one of the biggest things, one of the biggest questions I see in the uh podcast group mm-hmm. is um who does your editing? So, mm-hmm. I put it I put it out there. I did my own it was yeah. like five people hit me, wanted me to do their. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, like, no I'm like, I can't because no, you like, can make I a coin from yeah, editing. I mean, like, yeah, but I'm like, I don't, I haven't listened to your show. I don't know how you want it to flow. I don't know, exactly. you know, what's what. I'm like, yo, you know how long it takes me to edit my show? You know what I'm <laughs> like, 
this this is day. I mean, I I, I mean, I got other stuff going. Like you know, I got other stuff going on that I mm-hmm. I can't get to it like all day tomorrow. I got to work tomorrow. You know, so exactly. I, 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 gotta, I love my show. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like so your show. Imagine yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, trying to edit that. Like we started at seven, but then you got to play our interview back at seven forty-five. Yes, and it mm-hmm. has to like. Ooh, that's impossible. That's impossible. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I'm saying like, if it's like a 50, because I've had, well, with Snoop, that probably was my, luckily I didn't have to record it. It was live. So that was easy. Um, And that was a 20 minute interview. Mm. That's unheard of. Wow. Like I literally, like I got away with it. Yeah. I shouldn't even say it. I shouldn't say that. But take that out. Like, no. Nah. But it does. Um, it, but, but it no, does it seem flo- because it, it was it was a good interview. It flowed and it was allowed. Like typically, mm-hmm. right? My phone would be blowing up. Like my program director would be like, "You need to play some commercials. You need, you know, you got to go to break. You got to come back. You know." Yeah, but yeah. because mm-hmm. the energy was good, it flowed. It kept the attention of people. We went through that twenty minutes. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But mm-hmm. see, you would, yeah. you would, that, you would, like, you would, you would think that. You know, being as though you're, you're longer on during the day that you would have more time to do the interviews, but it's not like that. It's 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 pretty much what the same. Like it is. Well, it's like if you have a guest in on, would mm-hmm. it seem like you would have more time to interview the person, or you? It's it's not that way. It's, it's, oh no no, to, no 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 no! Like have if the I have to time constraints on it. Yeah no, like like um, you know, I talked to Tyrese today, right? And oh, okay. we had to edit and play the interview back. I think we finished the interview at two. And thank God my producer is a beast with editing. He got mm. it cut down and everything and w- it was ready to go at 2.30. Wow. You know, like that's, that's how amazing. like they will hit me and be like, hey, such and such is calling at 11.15. Now, I have so many, like I've had people to run my show or to sit in if I'm off and mm-hmm. they, they would right. try to do my show, right? Right. And they're like, I didn't realize, I had more than one person say, I didn't realize how much you do on your show. Girl, I couldn't yeah. even make it to Grown <laughs> Folk Combo at two o'clock because I was just tired from all the other stuff. I, I was like, yeah, people don't realize that. <laughs> yeah. It's a full production when I'm, I'm mm. I've done it for so long now that it's just, mm-hmm. it comes to me. But right. I have, you know, just to run down my show, like in the mornings, like that 10 o'clock block, I'm talking about local things, the weather, anything that's going on around DMV, then 11.20, I got my midday buzz. Guess what? You got to have stories for that. Guess yeah. what? You got to rewrite those stories mm-hmm. to make, sh- make sure they flow and that you're getting the information, getting the meat of whatever the story is, right? right so that's right. 11.20. Then you got to have something to talk about 11.35. That's prime time right there. So what story yeah. you going to go with? Yeah. You know, what if it's nothing going on? What if it's a dry ass news day? What you gonna talk yeah, about? Yeah, okay? yeah. I could talk about stuff yeah. that we're giving away on the show. I could talk about stuff on the on the website. You know, then you got the twelve o'clock hour. That should be a little break, right? Because I got a DJ. So, but no, you gotta give that energy. I gotta do midday check-ins. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Checking you know, in. I gotta do that type of stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. one twenty. I got my midday buzz again. Don't want to really do the same stories. Got to mix them up. Got to find a couple more stories to rewrite and do it. So that's one twenty. Then one thirty-five. What you gonna talk about? Then two o'clock. Usually I do grown folk convo. So right. if typically if I do grown folk convo, you got to do the tease at the beginning of the hour. Two uh, about two twenty. I gotta say the topic. Got to be a, a good topic, right? Like you can't just say you know 
where would y'all go on vacation? What? No, you got to have <laughs> something like, all right, you know, if it's Christmas, wow. would you allow your uh, your baby father's uh, uh, girlfriend to buy your kids a gift? Something like, you know, something uh, like that. That's yes. going to get people like, something to talking about yes right so you gotta so hopefully you have callers calling in you gotta record the callers while the commercials and the songs are playing so from 220 to 235 you have to get the callers hopefully they're not talking too long and Mm. edit those callers and have them ready to go by 235 wow that's a lot so it's like constantly moving constant stuff just happening and in the midst of this day that I just, my, my show that I just told y'all, imagine your program director is like, hey, you have to do this interview at this time. So mm. make sure it, you, you know, so dang, I got to do this interview. Maybe I can cut out Grown Folk Convo and I'll play the interview back at 2.20, but I got to make sure I edit it down because this interview is 15 minutes. I got to get it down to about six minutes. What am I going to take out? Dang, it was so good. Why yeah. do I have to take something out, you know? So it's, it's just a lot. And to mm. like my son, I had to teach him a lesson because he felt like, you know, you talk, you talk on the radio. I was like, okay, come here, sit down. I'm putting this mic in front of you. Let me show me how you would do your show. He was yeah. sounding crazy. He was like, <laughs> Hey, this is boring. I'm like, nobody listening to you. <laughs> nobody yeah. listening to that. Like have some personality. That's so, um, you know, a lot of people, <clears throat> They do say that to me often. Yeah. On radio now, I'm like, we have the easiest job. And I was like, wow. I don't know about you, but I work. Yeah. <laughs> it, even though this is a podcast, the first time I put a microphone in front of my face, I didn't have anything to say for one minute. I'm like, I can't even, I don't even know what to say you gotta play for a minute. Out. Yeah. I'm, I, I was like, what in the world? Day. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it, it's very hard. You gotta, you gotta have a format and. Yeah. And you got to have some things in place where you can discuss. And like you say, keep people interested. That's the thing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and for me to, you know, take this uh, midday slot, it was a lot of pressure personally yeah. for me. Cause I'm like, I'm flying solo made. Like I, I used to do Saturdays on KYS and stuff like that by myself, but to really like have my own oh, slot, thing. Main, yeah. main, you know, the main slot. Uh, no, I did, I never did that. And mm-hmm. I was like mm-hmm. super nervous about the numbers. Cause it's like, all right, people are so used to me being with an ensemble. Yes. I have my family around me. I can, yes. you know, if something is not, I can <laughs> lean on rest. I can lean on Fritas. I can bounce off that energy. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. now I'm in a studio by myself. <laughs> Everybody leaves me at 10 o'clock. The rest of them, I don't uh, <laughs> and it's like russ's name is on the show you know so mm-hmm. if the show is doing good mm-hmm. russ's name the show yeah. is doing bad it's the russ's yeah. name yeah. you know we don't have yeah. to feel that pressure but guess yeah. what guess who name on yeah. this show yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's, it's all like, on you oh yeah. my gosh yeah. are people yeah. gonna listen to me and after a while I just stopped <sighs> you know trying to focus on that and just focused on doing me and just being me and being relatable and mm. you know when i fuck up mm-hmm. on, the, on, on the air i say it i have yeah. mispronounced some shit that i should have known <laughs> and i'll be like right. i would stop in the middle of whatever i'm reading i'll be like y'all know what i meant and so, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, little things like that yeah. make people uh-uh. feel like she's Really down earth, yeah. Real Real down earth, relatable. Yeah, Yeah. and so a lot of people relatable, yes. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of people be like, "You my 
friend in my head and mm-hmm. you know you're my best friend and my so I get it now. No. At first I used to yeah. like, when people would say it about celebrities, I'd be like, Oh, okay, like you really in your head think <laughs> but I get you know it. What I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I know I know what you know, I know what they mean. Yeah. And so yeah. Uh-huh. um, you know, once my numbers and we don't now I really don't pay too much attention to it. It was very important right. at first. Russ and them, especially mm-hmm. Donnie, Donnie and Russ, they've been in radio for 40 years plus, you know, so they don't look at numbers. They don't care. Yeah. For me, it was like, this is my accomplishment. So my first goal was to like, all right, gotta, gotta beat the competition. Mm. Did that. Then it was like, all right, I gotta beat the news stations. Cause that's what's dominating. You know, it's DC, mm-hmm. it's politics. Yeah. Everybody yeah. wants to listen to, you know, the news stations on the air. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I beat the news stations. That'd... So it went from like, you know, you, you start being number seven, number five, then number four, then mm. number three. And I'm like, oh, I'm number three. Like, nice. I only have to be the two <laughs> yeah. stations are before me. Uh-huh. Oh, Lord. Then, boom, I was number two. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. and I literally cried when I first hit number one. Like, I mean, overall, like beating the news stations and everything. I cried because that yes. was like, it's like everything came back to me, like all of the struggle, all of the tears, all of the self-doubt. And it was like, mm-hmm. you did it. It was like month after month. It was like, number one, number one, number one. So I've been number right. one for two and a half yes. years. So, I mean, now, you know, I That's do amazing. have some competition, but, you know, it's all love. It's just like, you do? <laughs> <laughs> myself. <laughs> But I mean, you know, it, it's 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 still fun for me. And so that's what I love about it. Like if I go down to number seven, God forbid, but um, you know, and that's just to say if I'm not at that, because I'm not number one right now. I don't have a problem with saying that. You know, it's COVID. People are not going to work, people are not in their cars, mm-hmm. you know, all mm-hmm. numbers are really down, but I don't feel away. I'm not putting that pressure on myself that I would have in the beginning because I don't have anything to prove anymore. Like I right. did it for right. years. Now it hasn't been like, oh, Vic was number one and then she went back down to number five. It was like, no, I've been number one right, so right. Mm-hmm. you know and and that's not to brag it's just almost like it's a feel it's, proud about it it's a goal yeah, that yeah, i achieved good about it yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm very yes. proud of that you yeah. know what i mean like i've sh- worked my ass off yes and so yeah yeah i mean it was my goal to get you on this show i know I, I never <laughs> i mean I, I i i kid you not there I, are so many ways to what? connect with me you could hit me <laughs> yo hey i, I don't, don't feel like I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Hey, I'm a regular ass dude. Let me say that. Some people are more (laughs) bold then because I be getting all types of crazy. Like, I don't accept every opportunity to be able to do certain things. You got to come at the person respectful. You got to be, you know, got to show a little bit of uh, humble. You know, you got to be just a little bit professional. And and a little bit professional. I get it. Like, people feel like, yeah, we, we cool, we friends, but then you can't, like, just on some, yeah. Like, no, no, you can't. You, no, my no, cousin no, no, and no, them, no, you know, no. having a cipher. We want to know if you no. can host the cipher. Oh like goodness. what the cipher? When, when when I heard from your <laughs> sister, when I heard from your sister and saw how cool she was, she made oh, yeah. she she relaxed me. She did because I was. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I okay, love take, her. Take and a deep that's breath. Very hard for me. I don't yeah. have. I, 
I am one of those people who like to do things myself. Yeah. I like yeah. to yeah. do yeah. everything myself the way I like to do it. The, the, I know it's going to get done that way, you yeah. know, but yeah. now I had to realize like, you're burning a candle at both ends. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you yeah. are doing way Delegate too much. Duties. Yeah. You yeah. need help and yes. say yes. that you need help. I can say yes. that out loud now because I never wanted to say that. I'm like, I got it. I got yes. it. I'm, I, I know how I want it done. I know, you know. Yeah. So that was like the first step for me to, to be like, you know what? Let me allow her to handle this part of it so I can yes. focus on this. Yeah. And so I won't stress myself over this because stress has almost taken me out of here. Mm. So that's why I'm very big on self-care because yeah. I've seen what stress can do to your body. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't play, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm still learning to just let go and, yeah. you know, allow yeah. people to help. Well, we would like to, wanted to thank you for being on the Hangout Podcast today. I can't, I, enjoy I can't. Out. I can't tell you how <laughs> excited I was having you on all all day today, yesterday when I got the confirmation. I just been on cloud now ever since. Uh, it was been. I almost old... forgot though. I ain't even gonna lie. Sorry, no. <laughs> 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 I was laying on the couch. I was I was laying on the couch. You to crush them, Vic. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh no, where she at? She said she's gonna be on the day. I was, like, I was talking to Angie. <laughs> I was, this is not even to like, like plug anybody. I like literally was talking to Angie Ange and she was saying, she said something about podcasts and it was like, boop, like something clicked in my mind. And I looked and I was like, oh my God, it's 650. I was like, I got an interview. <laughs> she was like, you're, you're sitting here chatting on the phone. I was like, I know. I was like, I'm, you know, because today, with, like I told you, I had a, a lot a going lot on, going on. Yeah, yeah. on the show. So I was just relaxing. And then I was like, oh, but it did pop up on my, um, on my phone at 655. Yeah. So I did That's have that, like, yeah. So. Yeah, because because your assistant put the invite out because I got the invite too. So yo, you got the invite. Yeah, I got the I got the invite. I got the invite. I got the invite. But I I, yeah. I knew what time it was. I'm like, okay, no, I got I know I got I this morning or later. So horrible. I'm like I'd not have, that person. Like, no. like Vic, oh uh, at seven oh four. At seven oh four, I was like, okay, how am I going to talk my brother down? How am I going? <laughs> oh, Simon on the lane. Oh, you know what? I was looking for the um for the meeting number. So I was just like, I got, and then Angie was still talking. I was like, girl, I got, they, I'm pulling it up now. Like, I got to go. Uh, <laughs> that's nice. That's what's so up. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, so yeah, I'm happy that. I, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy that you, I'm, <laughs> I'm extremely so happy so that bad. you won. Because this, this has been out, absolutely outstanding. Um, I hope so. A, I'm yes, like, yes. Know, I'm, I'm chatty. Yes, yes. Some days I feel but you know, bad. But you know, all that you've been through, you know, people don't know about any of this. You know, I didn't know none of any of this um that you've been through getting to where you are i mean you've been grinding and you worked hard and you deserve everything that you're getting absolutely amen to that you know so it's it's still a work in progress i feel like we're all in different stages like you started your Mm -hmm. podcast and that was a different stage for you to grow and develop from that so i'm unlearning a lot of things from my past and i'm hoping like that's why i said i can't hold on to you know a, a grudge or hold on to anger from mm-hmm. something that someone else did because right. now they probably have grown from that experience and right. but mm-hmm. i'm learning that for myself like i don't want people to hold me to anything that 
I have done before. Like you right. might have seen me, you know, holding a bottle and then maybe uh, trying to go after <laughs> a bitch with it at the yeah. club. But that's not who I am now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nah, you I'm you've kidding. matured. Yeah, you mature, you know. You know. I'm not that past it though. It's like no, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, Don't I'm test it, folks. Well, we wanted to thank everyone for listening to the Hangout Podcast. We appreciate you. Don't forget, we're, we are on several platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, and Anchor, of course, just to name a few. Um, we just got recently picked up in three more countries. Uh, shout out to Germany. Shout out, to, shout out to South Korea and shout out to Indonesia. That's 10 countries with us right now that we are currently being heard in. Thank you very much. And also, if you wish to leave any comments, suggestions, have any questions, you can always leave them at the Hangouts Podcast 18 at gmail.com. And also follow us on Instagram, the Hangout underscore podcast. And of course, you can uh, join a group and Facebook uh, on the Hangout Podcast and Facebook also. Uh, so thank you very much. Thank you very much, Big Jagger. I always, I keep, I, 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 I keep, I keep catching myself from calling you Shaquana. <laughs> you're not the only one i keep ca- I, 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 call, I call myself at least three times i have like so many now i'm victoria on paper on everything else because yes. that's like my thing victoria on these checks so victoria on paper yeah that's what's up um, I, I, I like that <laughs> thank you well, to we my thank you for having uh, me oh absolutely absolutely thank oh, you definitely. thank you to my you. amazing co-host jay dizzle and sassy ways thank you all very much Yes, thank you guys. You're so very welcome. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very thank you, much. Bray. And we about to sign off. Vic, don't hang up yet. We about to sign off. So <laughs> we will see you all when we see you. Thank y'all very much. It's the Hangout Podcast. It's your man, Ranthry Live. Peace. <laughs>